This episode features one of the scholars with the KPWE scholarship program. We have been talking about the program and interviewing some of the folks behind the scenes at UCCS, but today we have Nicole Wilder, an actual scholar and graduate who's working now as a mechanical engineer. I'm so proud to be able to tell her story, and I really am excited to get more people at our table at the Unstoppable Women's Luncheon on May 20th. Grab a glass of wine and listen in. Listeners on this podcast have been tracking with me for the past couple of months as I've interviewed a few of the people behind the scenes with the Karen Pacell Women's Endowment at UCCS. They have a big Unstoppable Woman uh, event coming up in May, and I wanted to help spread the word because I, I want people to know uh, about the Unstoppable Women coming out of this program. And today's uh, featured guest is Nicole Wilder. She graduated from the KPW program and um, from UCCS, uh, was a beneficiary of the KPW for about five years. So Nicole, I want to kind of back it up. Tell us a little bit about you. Who were you before you decided to go back to school? How did this program actually solve a problem for you? Um, so I was a stay-at-home mom living in Glenwood Springs, um, Colorado. Nice. And I went through a divorce um, and decided to not be a stay-at-home mom anymore because I was a single parent now. Yeah. I had full custody of my kids. And so my parents had just relocated to Colorado Springs. So I relocated with my children from Aspen to Colorado Springs and enrolled at UCCS uh, with a huge um, need to get a career behind me. So I enrolled and I was introduced to the KPWE program um, and I basically have been a scholar with them since my first semester um, as a returning college student and I was I think 36 years old when I started back to college. Wow. Uh-huh and I had three kids. Um, one was in preschool. I had just started her in preschool. I was a stay-at-home mom, so this is the first time any of my kids had gone anywhere. So she went to preschool, and then I had a first grader and a third grader. Wow. How in the world did you manage going to school with kids that young to begin with? I mean, aside from the program. <laughs> well, I will have to say, it was a great time in my life because my kids were going to school and I was going to school. Yeah. So we did exact the exact same schedule or I did the exact same schedule as they did. Okay. So um, with the exception of my daughter at the time who was in preschool, she was at the family learning center. And so I would bring her with me to school after I dropped the, the boys off to the bus stop. And I would go um, whether I had classes that day or not when they were in school, I was in school studying, prepping, and going to class. And then after, uh, when it was time to pick up the boys from the bus, packed up my things, picked up my daughter, and went home. Um, I didn't have to study outside of that time because from 8 to 3.30, basically, while they were in school is when I 
did all my prep and schoolwork. Nice. Um, I rarely had to do homework at night or on the weekends because I made sure that I um, managed my time really well. And I jumped in with both feet and overstudied and overdid my work and would not leave school until I didn't understand it or did understand it. Yeah. So it was a lot of time management, but I will have to say because of KPWE, I didn't have to work. That's the amazing part because you couldn't have made that work if you had to work all no. day. No, um, well, no, I'm sorry. I could make that work, but it would have taken away from my children. Yeah, yeah. I like the distinction there. There, there are a lot of different options, that, a lot of choices we can make, but this is the best for your family. Oh, yes. How did you learn about the program? Um, I, um, one evening, was just kind of floating around on the UCCS website. It was my first semester there. Um, you know, I haven't been to college. I think I, the last time I took a class in, at a community college was 15 years before. Yeah. Um, so it had been a while. Um, and I was just, and that was even before the tech, technical age. I don't even remember if we had computers at that time right. so I was just playing around on the website getting to know it and I came across the um, financial aid and so what had happened is you know everything's online now so you can um, uh, what do you call it you can interview for a scholarship or you submit an application for a scholarship all online yeah. well within a week I got a phone call from somewhere um, uh, Jennifer Fisher actually from UCCS called me to say, Hey, we'd really like to have you interview for this scholarship. Nice. So when I went in, I interviewed and during the interview, um, the panel said, you are wonderful for this scholarship, but there's one that I really think you're great for. And that's KPWE. And that's how it began. Wow. What a great fit. That's amazing. And you didn't even really know. You're just cruising around the website. Yeah, you know, I remember the days, you know, getting ready to go to college and asking a counselor, you know, how in the world do I get in school? How do I get money? How do I get scholarships? And without somebody to show me the path, I had no clue. Yeah. And it's now I remember one of my, I think on the second semester, I took a technical writing class and of course, I was like, what am I going to write about? Well, what, do you, what are you familiar with? What do you really know the ins and outs about? I was like, I know about financial aid. <laughs> and so I wrote like a, um, a document of how to in the financial aid, you know, for a student going to college, what the thing, you know, what financial aid is, what it means, where to go, blah, blah, blah. And I even learned more with that. And, you know, that helped me um, basically learn how to even give my kids now um, advice and my friends kids now advice on what to do to find out the information um, so that you can get a little bit of help if you deserve it yeah yeah good good words because everyone would like to have a little bit of money some really need it and yeah have other options and it's not even money you need you just need support yeah. You know, if, you know, you need money, you, you go get a job, but I needed support to help me through school. It was the mentoring through the process that really helped you. Oh, yes. And that's what KPWE is known for is their mentors mm -hmm. and their um, extra 
um, workshops they have. Um, it's, it's really enlightening and it's, it's very touching. Nice. Tell me a little bit about the mentor relationship. How often did you meet? What did you learn from your mentors? Um, when I was a student, what I learned from my yeah. mentors. When you, um, when you were a student. Then and it is very uh, individual based. Um, I am a pretty independent person. So yeah. I did not rely too much on my mentors other than like a friendship. Yeah. Um, and that's what I needed. But I've had a mentor before, like my first mentor that I had, she needed more. And I actually had her over at my house and helped tutor her in math. Nice. You know, I didn't need that, but she did. So it is a very individual thing and it's what you can do for them and what you're willing to do for them and then what they need. Sometimes they don't need, I didn't need much because I had a plan and I was very, very devoted and so I got to have a relationship with my mentor of more of what I needed as a single parent is, can we just hang out and visit <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and have lunch yeah. when no kids are around and I don't have to, you know, when I was older as well. Um, you know, so that's what I needed from my mentors. Yeah. What was it like going to school in your thirties and everybody else is a decade younger than you? Or more? Um, a decade and a half. <laughs> um, it was amazing. I'm a very social person. Some of my best friends still are the eight at the at the time they were 18 and 19 years old that mm -hmm. I studied with every day. I remember inviting one of my friends and his parents over, and I made him a birthday cake. You know, it was like a younger brother. You know, basically, but. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I see myself still as a 16 year old, whether that's right or wrong, but, <laughs> and I related great with them. You know, I didn't, we didn't hang out in a social setting because I had children, you know, I had, they were growing up and I had children, but honestly I did get together with them um, while they had, you know, while my kids were young and, you know, we go to the park with our dogs and, you know, with the, with my kids and their friends and stuff, but it, you know, it was, it was nice. And I looked at it as I got together. I had a relationship with a lot of these people that I work, that I went to school with. We studied together. We had the same drive to make an A. Nice. That makes a big difference to find the right study. Uh, oh yeah. Buddies. <laughs> oh yeah. Equally motivated. I'm a, my daughter who's a freshman this year has um three sweet mates and one of them studies like she does so next year they're going to just room yes. together and it's really important it makes a big difference in how you're able to focus and oh yeah and work. some people don't like groups i strive in groups mm -hmm. i can learn from them and i learn from teaching them Good. back and forth that's yeah. how i learn nice so what year did you graduate um, I graduated with my undergrad in 2012, uh -huh. and then I graduated with my master's, I believe it was 2014. Okay, so about two years, finished the master's. What is the area of study that you focused on? Uh, mechanical engineering. All right, that's what my daughter's studying. And what are you doing with it now? 
Um, I am working at Samtech Microelectronics, and it is a IC packaging company here in Colorado Springs. Um, it's nothing what I imagined I would be doing as an engineer. Yeah. Here thinks of big things, and these are tiny things underneath the microscope. <laughs> so. Absolutely, microelectronics. That's yeah. I used to write about wafer fabrication back in my oh. semiconductor journalism days. <laughs> yes. Yes. So tell me, um, now this is mom talking. This is not for the interview. I just really want to know what master's degree did you find to be useful going into uh, the mechanical engineering field? Um, why did I choose it? Or the master's program that you went into, was it in engineering? Was it in math? What was the Yes, it was, uh, I, so I have an, a, a BA and an MA in mechanical engineering. Oh, got it. Okay, so it's all in MA. Okay, good. I was on the final stretch of my undergrad, <laughs> and I didn't want it to end. Yeah. I had a niche with my kids. I was a little nervous about going from a full-time student to a full-time employee yeah moving from what 12 hours a week of school to 40 hours a week and yeah. they were still young i wasn't ready yeah. yeah so i looked again at the financial aid office and talked to people and talked to my um, teachers really and they told me um, about a program that they had it was a concurrent undergrad and graduate level um, mechanical engineering and I jumped in it yeah that's fantastic now how did you know that you're finally ready to hit the job market well when I finally graduated and I couldn't go to school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they kicked you out. <laughs> well, they were just like, you can keep coming, but there's really no point. <laughs> it's really So I went, um, I had currently, I was currently working at Honeywell as a intern. Yeah. Um, and like anything I do, I want to keep going and going and going. It was like a two-month intern, and I yeah. talked them into keeping me on, and I was there for two years while I did my graduate yeah. courses. And, um, and that was really tough because when I go back to it, I was working, and I was doing graduate school, which is in the evening classes, and I was a single mom. So that's, that two years was insane for me. Yeah, I, it was a blur. Um, I, you know, and the only person who, the only ch people who really lost out was my kids, you know, mm -hmm. so I don't wish that on anybody. Right. That's a, that's a tough road. <clears throat> when I was in graduate school, my husband told the kids, guess what? You're cooking, you're cleaning, and you're going to let yeah. mom study. Yeah. Um, but yours were a little young then. So I bet they were pretty proud of you when you graduated. Oh yeah. It was pretty amazing. Yeah had to be quite an amazing moment. So that means that makes them give me, help me out with the math. How old are they now? Um, 17, um, one passed away mm. and one's 20. Well, close to mine. Mm. I'm sorry to hear that. I bet you're really close with those two. Yep. And I have a new one as well. I have a yeah. two-year-old. Oh, nice, nice. 
that must be a, a totally different kind of feeling to um, re-enter parenthood from this new place in life. What is different? It's, it's amazing. It's a blessing. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I'm so happy for you. So um, I'm curious, but I want to keep on the, the track of, of telling your story with KPWE. I would like to hear the other story another time. Um, what was it that moved you to become a mentor? Um, like the grad school and everything, I didn't want it to end. Mm -hmm. um, I just did not want it to end. As soon as I graduated from my master's, I felt a hole. Um, I definitely bonded tremendously with KPWE, yeah. with the Pacells, with the financial aid office, with all the um, mentors and everything that was involved with KPWE. And I just didn't want it to end. And I felt just lost. And I reached out to um, the KPWE folks and asked, you know, what can I do? You know, and I met with two of them for lunch and I was just begging to please let me, please let me come back. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Jane Dillon, who was running um, the mentors had told me that, you know, we really want you guys to be gone for about a year. And I'm like, that's horrible. <laughs> but she brought me back. And <laughs> she brought me back and, you know, I've mentored. Um, I'm on my second mentor right now. Um, and, uh, it's so sad that I even, um, we were supposed to last Saturday have the workshop that yeah. got canceled from earlier, um, from a snowstorm and it, you know, got canceled because of, you know, this epidemic and yeah. it's just, I feel lost. Yeah. <laughs> you know? you bet. yeah. I mean, it's just such a great, um, it's just such a great program and I get so much out of the workshops and I've been just so many, I mean, it's been through since I think 2008 nice. when I first started and yeah, so it's been 12 years of at least twice a year, you know, so I've been to a dozen. So we're even going through repeats and repeats, you know, really nice. yeah. Of, yeah, uh, they're not always repeats, but, you know, I had been there for so long that, you know, I, I just absolutely love it. You know, I've seen the mentors that I looked up to, and I was a mess when I first came in, just terrified and feeling out of my, you know, out of my bubble. And, um, you know, I've seen so many people come and go that have moved away, you know, students that, you know, when we looked at each other, when we were brand new, going, oh my gosh, look at these people that just graduated. That's never going to happen to me. That's never going to happen to me, you know, and it is, and it did. It did. <laughs> it did. Just one step at a time. It's one semester at a time. That's it. You know, right. when you're in college, that's what it is, is a semester. Yeah, and, and it goes faster than you think. <laughs> yeah, it's done. You never have to go back to it again. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love the story. Um, I love the um, family that you've created through the program and um, the fact that you came back to serve 
because you just want to be part of that family. Will I get to see you in May at the Unstoppable Woman Luncheon? Oh, absolutely. I've never missed one. <laughs> Good. You know, ever since I heard about it, I haven't either. So I'm hopefully going to fill a table. That's my goal. And yeah. that's why I'm doing this. And I'll send you a link to this podcast so you can share it with all your friends too. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Three hundred and sixty Life Strategies exists to release women from the mental and real traps that keep us from living our calling with confidence. I have climbed out of my own imposter traps and curated success strategies for thirty years, so I can help you live on purpose faster. That's why I'm a supporter of the Karen Passell Women's Endowment and the Unstoppable Women's Luncheon. Join me in raising twenty-five hundred dollars for scholarships. If you want to be at my table contact Donna at 360lifestrategies.com.